The Livingston Academy Lady Wildcats prepare for the Class 3A state championship game. The White County Warriors and York Institute Dragons get set to open their state tournament runs, while the seasons for the Cookville Lady Cavaliers, Upperman Lady Bees, York Institute Lady Dragons, and Van Buren County Lady Eagles all end at state. We're joined now by head coach Leslie Riddle of the Livingston Academy girls basketball team as they get ready for the 3A state championship ball game against Jackson Southside. But coach, first, I want to go back to the semifinal victory, 50-36 to in that win over South Gibson on Thursday night to make the program's 10th title game. What were your thoughts on the win in the semifinal? semifinal um the biggest thing that stands out to me is our defense we knew that they were a great three-point shooting team and we weren't a great man-to-man defensive team so we felt like we could um really spread our zone out and, and slow down their threes and they still got several off but i think most of them were contested so i was really really happy with our defense and holding them to 36 points those 36 points it's the 14th time you've held a team to under 40 points this season and even in the second half i think you had kind of talked about it in the post game that with them shooting the three ball so well you were worried that they could get back into the ball game so well what did you guys talk about at halftime to make sure that they weren't able to cut into the lead well, we had lost um, number 20 a couple of times in the first half, and they'd run some sets that we weren't aware of. So we talked about those to make sure that she didn't get open again in those. And um, we talked about getting better shots offensively just to be sure that we were still scoring when they were going to be hitting their threes. So, um, and then, you know, Coach Sales and, and Coach Maxwell and I said, you know, once they start a run, let's take a timeout and try to slow them down. So, uh, we 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 didn't worry about it or fear that they would come back, but we knew, knew they had the arsenal to do it. Now, I know we've talked about Mally Jean Coleman in the last couple of interviews, and rightfully so. She has been a huge component to getting you guys to this championship ballgame. She's scoring the basketball, 15 points in the quarterfinal, 11 points in the semifinal. The first two times she's been in double digits all season long. How big is it when she can score like that? How much does it help the offense open up outside of her? Um, I think it really does. I mean, I obviously can't quantify that, but, you know, Ellie gets so much attention and gets the best defender and sometimes gets double teamed. And we've spent the whole season trying to get Mally Jean to look to score a little more. And um, I was tickled in the first game. They, they were forcing her to her left, Mally Jean to her left. And I, she came over and she said, Coach, they're forcing me to my left and I like to go left. I said, then go, just go, just take it to the rim. So I think that gave her a little bit of confidence to, to know that she could score. And, and we encouraged it. And uh, and have told her pretty much that that's really helping us win at this point. So we need that. Do you think it's kind of the scout that they're kind of trying to put on, or just the, the unfamiliarity of not seeing you guys throughout the season that they are trying to hone in on her or playing her a little bit differently here in the tournament? I think they uh, the teams we're playing are primarily man-to-man defensive teams, and their schemes are to put a lot of pressure on the point guard and keep them from running the offense. Um, in particular, in Greenville, I felt like. They were forcing her left because they didn't want us to throw the ball to Ellie on the right. We knew that their coach was really going to focus on Ellie and keep the ball out of her hands, and they did a great job of that. But um, I think that was the main reason they were pr- pushing Mally Jean to the left. You've got some pretty special seniors on the squad this year. Leah Melton's played four years. Hallie Ledbetter's played some really good basketball. And Bailey Allred has stepped up and played really well here in the last couple of weeks. How special have they been, not only all season, but here in the last week and especially here in the Glasshouse this week? They're just a determination about them. Um, you know, we, we would win a big game. And like, for instance, the sectional, uh, you win, that, and that's a big game. And you're going to the Murfreesboro, to Murfreesboro, and you're getting to play in the state tournament. It should be a big deal. So I kind of thought we might have a you know, water bath or one of those things in the locker room where everybody's kind of going crazy. And they were just sitting there. 
you know, and it's just kind of been an expectation that, you know, we're going to be here and we're going to be successful. And so every game they've just said, okay, what's next? What's next? So um, just that determination to, to continue to play just to have one more. And I don't know how many times since we've started the tournament that I've heard Aaliyah or Hallie or Bailey shouting, we're not done. We're not done. And, you know, that may be when we're down in a game or we've just won a game and we're in the locker room, but we're, they're yelling, we're not done. And they know they felt like we had a, a special opportunity. That leads me perfectly into this question. Does it feel like this team has that expectation and the confidence to win this ball game and not only just be happy with the feeling of making it here to the championship game? I really do. I think they have that confidence, and I think it's built up over the tournament, especially these last two or three games. Um, the Saudi-Daisy game, I, I, I think by far that's the best game we've played all season, and we haven't duplicated that yet here, um, but I feel like – that gave us a lot of confidence to know that all five people can score, all five people can play great defense, and, and we can take somebody that we don't really know a whole lot about and adjust in the game and, and really be successful. So I do think they they think that they can win, um, and they've really soaked up every bit of scouting report that, that we've been able to give them on other teams, so hopefully we can do that again. Speaking of the scout, let's talk about Jackson Southside, obviously undefeated on the year. They went to double overtime, though, in the semifinal against Elizabethan, and finally were able to pull that one out to get another win head into the championship game. It's the second straight year they've been in this championship game. Fell to the Bees last year, which, of course, you guys know quite a bit about that opponent. What do you know about this Lady Hawks team? I know they're extremely fast and quick, and they succeed by causing chaos. So I feel like we we need to really do a good job of taking care of the ball and valuing our possessions. And uh, that's their defensive side. And then, of course, their offensive side, they're very post-oriented. Um, Tamia Lawson, of course, is incredible. And Askins in there is incredible. They're a good one-two one punch in the post. And they do a really good job with the high-low and a really good job on the offensive boards. And that's something we've really got to focus on. And then, of course, they've got one three-point shooter that's just deadly. I think she's made 71 on the season. I, I told the girls she could easily play for South Gibson because they like to shoot the three so well. But um, so it's going to be a challenge defensively. But I, I, my biggest concern is you know, make, letting them make us crazy and force too many turnovers. Lastly, Coach, you've been in this game before. You've won this game before. How sweet specifically does making this championship game this year feel? Uh, I don't know. It's been such a drought uh, with the nine years. It, it almost feels like it's brand new to our community, to our school. Um, of course, none of these kids have been here. It's, it's, it feels really special because it feels brand new. Um, and I've been here, but it's been a long, long time, so I can't say that I really remember how I felt. That would be that would be dishonest. But um, you know, you're seeing it through the eyes of these kids because it's such a great experience. You know, win or lose, I mean, they've got great memories to take back from this, and and we're so proud of our community and so thankful and uh, that of the, all the support that these girls have been given. I think they kind of feel like celebrities, and uh, I mean, they're not. They're high school basketball players, but uh, the community's tried to make them feel good about it and and really been positive about it. So. Uh, I think it's a great experience, I, and, and it is very special. It has been a while, um, so you know maybe maybe we're maybe we're back. Well, of course, uh, we weren't feeling very good when we two and six, uh, but yeah, we thought uh, we we thought once we got the football guys back into uh, into playing shape, uh, back into you know playing, shooting, rebounding, dribbling. Um, you know, we, we thought we was going to have a good team, uh, but, uh, but yeah, well, I'll admit that, uh, you know, early on I thought, man, this is, this is not going very well. And 
Hopefully we can get it turned around, but uh, but we were also playing some good teams uh, there at the beginning of the year, and uh, and again just kind of made it rough. And you know, of course, of course, you like playing good competition because they always show you what what you need to improve on and get better at. And uh, but at the same time, sometimes it's a, it's it's kind of hard because you you always you also want your your players to gain confidence uh, in themselves and their teammates, and uh, and you know, hopefully get on a roll so we was able to do that despite that slow start and uh you know season couldn't have turned out any any better going back to that tough start and you mentioned the schedule and some great teams as you mentioned you played early on despite the fact that you did get off to the slow start how much do you feel like that's helped your team especially now as you get ready to go to murfreesboro Oh well, you know we can we can definitely say with with a lot of confidence that uh, uh, that we've played the toughest schedule. Um, you know, down there at the state tournament, uh, we've played some really good basketball teams. Uh, you know, you go back to early in the year, we played Columbia Academy, we played uh, uh, Oak Ridge, uh, Coffee County. You know, all big schools. Uh, over Christmas break, uh, we actually uh, played East Nashville, uh, who was upset in their region semifinals. Uh, we went to Florida and played three really good teams down there. And so, uh, you know, Corbin, Kentucky, that we played in December was a really nice team. And uh, so there's just, you know, we, we, we've been battle-tested, that's for sure. Um, you know, of course, of course that that matters right now. But at the same time, it does matter. It's going to come down to you know Thursday at one fifteen. It's going to come down to who plays the best that day. And so hopefully we'll be ready to play. We can draw on some of our experiences of the past. Uh, you know, this past uh, past summer, uh, we went to that BCAT uh, team camp there in in Memphis and. Uh, uh, you know, play play some good basketball teams. So we we've got a lot of experiences that we can pull pull on. Uh, but again, it's just going to be who plays. It. We're going to show up and play well Thursday. Coach, it's not how you start; it's how you finish in basketball. And this is a team that's not lost since back on uh, February sixth. Not trying to jinx you by saying that, by yeah. the way. But uh, when do you really feel like this team hit its stride and started playing its ball its best ball? And do you feel like going into state, you are playing your best ball? Yeah, we do. Uh, of course, uh, back in January, uh, we we hit a little stretch there where uh, we were knocking everything down and uh, you know just making the game really easy. Uh, and then we kind of hit a little lull there, and uh, and now we're starting to come back out of it. So uh, yeah, I think we're playing our best ball, and uh, we're we're playing you know really tough minded ball. We're you know we're kind of hopefully dominate the boards. Uh, we're trying to take care of the ball and and trying to shoot it shoot it well. So. Yeah, you know, obviously, if we if any team does those three things right there, you're going to have success. So, uh, I think uh, right now we're playing uh, some of our best ball we've played all year long. Uh, of course, unfortunately, with the boys' state tournament, uh, you know, it's been uh, it's almost two weeks from your sub-state game to your uh, first game to state tournament. So that's uh, that's that wasn't good for us, but uh, not good for anybody. Uh, but again, something everybody's got to deal with. We're speaking with York Institute head basketball coach Rodney Pyle on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. You mentioned that layoff. It's going to be about 10 days. And you go into an environment with MTSU where it's kind of a vast open-air arena. Do you feel like it, it may take teams, and I'm not talking about just the Dragons in particular, but it takes teams just a little bit of time to adjust to that? Yeah, I've been talking to my team. You know, anytime, uh, especially we go to a team camp at MTSU or we go to Tennessee Tech, uh, you know, I, I always warn them. I said, "Look, you're going to shoot some air balls." 
uh, and, and of course watching the girls' state tournament. I watched several games, uh, and there's been a lot of air ball shot uh, in the girls. And of course, you know one of the things you got to get used to is of course that background uh, that can throw you off. And then the next thing you got to get used to is um, you know they. The college teams, uh, college game has moved, women's and men's has moved to one three-point line, which is, you know, about three feet further back than the high school three-point line. And so most teams are actually shooting behind that college uh, uh, basketball line instead of shooting that little shorter distance three. So there's a lot of things to get used to down there. Of course, you, you, you know, you're going to have a great crowd down there to play in front of. It's going to be loud. It's going to be exciting. Uh, so you got to make sure you calm yourself down and get ready for that. But uh, there's many factors that, you know, like you said, all the teams are going to have to get used to and, and play with. And, uh, you know, as I've been watching these uh, these uh, girls championship games and uh this week uh you know you always look at the shooting percentage and it's not very high and so you've seen some low scoring games and and that's all part of it but you got to get used to environment uh you know i think it's real important that when you're shooting you uh, you know focus in on the rim and not necessarily focus in on the whole background and uh so it's just going to take you some time to get used to that and hopefully you know that's why sometimes that, those first round games uh, you never know what's going to happen some team comes out there and other team packs it in and you can't knock any shots down outside and it's going to be a low scoring game and uh, but again sometimes uh, some teams get used to it a little bit quicker than others it's going to be a big game on Thursday at one fifteen against Douglas. I'm sure Jamestown will be well represented at the Glass House in Murfreesboro as York Institute heads to state for the second straight year. Dragons head coach Rodney Powell, our guest on the high school playbook. Coach, we wish you the very best moving forward in state. To go, go bring home some hardware to Jamestown. Hey, thanks a lot. Go Dragons. That was a team, you know, we played last year in the state championship, which went down to the wire also. We were fortunate enough to, to get that win uh, last year. Uh, Southside, they're definitely a tough draw anytime you, you uh, draw them. I think we, we drew them. They were undefeated in 2017 uh, also, um, and we drew them the first round in 2017, which we, we won that game. But th- this year, just you know, they had a lot of kids uh, returning. Um, Coach McNeil does a great job with his team and his program, and they just uh, they were the better team uh, that night. Coach, is it like Opperman and some of the teams in the Upper Cumberland, that Southside team, are they one of those that you perennially expect to see at the state tournament? They, they're going to make it most every year from their area, and they're, they're a very solid team. They're very well coached, and you expect that they're going to be in the state tournament uh, year after year. I think he and I both got um, upset in 2021 together. And, uh, we, you know, we talked, we, we joked, we said, well, let's just meet in the finals the next year. And actually that's, and that's what happened. Um, so, um, you know, we got a lot of respect for them and their program and, and what they do. And, you know, they're just a, a, a really, um, talented uh, team this year. Coach, I know I've probably asked you the question before about what makes this team special. You've got some great seniors on this team. Some juniors obviously stepped up with a lot of minutes. You've even got some talented freshmen that uh, stepped in this year. But uh, one thing you may take away from this season about this team, what would that be? Just how proud I am of their accomplishments. You know, we lost um, Brooklyn Crouch and Miss Basketball last year, lost Emma Connery. So we lost two starters. Had to, you know, really change a lot of things uh, for what we were doing. And they – 
they battled. They they were co-champions in the regular season, district champions, region champions. And, you know, if, if the draw goes a little different, uh, possibly could be playing today. But, you know, that's that's the way the state tournament is set up and 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 that's what it is. And uh, but just really proud of, um, you know, 32 and four. What a what a great record for them. And, um, you know, they they really did so many great things what we just talked about and you know definitely we would have liked to have been playing today but you know we felt like um we we kept improving all year long and uh just watching uh those seniors and leadership they have with the young kids and watching the young kids uh progress and uh become uh better and better as the season went on was really special for me we're speaking with Upperman Lady Bees head basketball coach Dana McWilliams on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you lose two outstanding seniors from this year's team in Abigail Johnson and Jayla Cobb, and I know their presence is going to be missed both on and off the court. We talked a lot about these young ladies, but uh, how difficult is it going to be to fill those voids of these two young ladies and what they've meant to this Upperman program? You know, what Jayla and Abigail have brought to this program from day one has been uh, really special. Their role has changed and increased as the years uh, go on and they both have uh, improved their game so much from when when they entered high school they've just become um, you know just great players they they do so many things for our team Abigail you know has became our all-time leading rebounder um, on our in our program's history and and Jayla you know she uh, has just became a, a really a great floor leader out there for the team she's um, fourth all time in our assists, you know, scored over a thousand points and 500 assists. Um, that's, you know, really incredible, uh, as far as their individual, uh, accomplishments, but really what it was is what they were able to do with, with a team. You know, I think their record as seniors was 122 wins and 17 losses. Wow. And they had, yeah, pretty impressive for, for those two. And I think, uh, they had three district championships played in the district championship every, uh, every year, and uh, they had uh, two region championships, three state tournament bursts, and um, one state championship, one possible state championship that we'll, nobody will know from 2020. Uh, you know, still in, still in there. So I think they were seven and one in their. Let me take that back. Uh, they were four and one, I guess, in the state tournament games. Um, and just you know, really special what those two bring. Um, and most proud of them is the kind of people that they are and and what what they're going to do in the future we know that both of them are going to be very successful absolutely two special young ladies you're going to have a great core coming back again next year 32 and 4 another run to state tournament this year for the upperman lady bees and uh i wouldn't bet against you getting back to the glass house next year coach i'll tell you you're going to have a mighty talented team and we're just looking forward to what uh the lady bees put on the court next season thank you very much yeah i felt i felt like uh Probably the two best teams there. And uh, then uh, I guess last night, uh, McMinn Central ended up beating Gibson County, and McMinn Central is going to the championship against Westview. And I think earlier in the season we beat McMinn by like 17, something like that. So I definitely know that that's probably the, the championship game in the first round. And, uh, you know, we didn't uh, we didn't perform offensively like we wanted to and, uh, you know, ended up, ended up losing by two and didn't, didn't get to continue. One of the staples of your team all season long has been outstanding defense. From that perspective, were you proud of the team's performance in the game? Yeah, we we did. Uh, we shut down their their shooters, fifteen and twenty two. Uh, you know, their game plan is for Jada Harrison to drive, and 
for you to help off of her so she can kick it out to those shooters. And we did a very good job. I think their uh, their left-handed shooter only uh, – I think she might have shot two shots the entire game, had zero points, and uh, 22. I think she's their second leading scorer. She maybe had nine, but most of those from, from the foul line. Uh, and Harrison had 16. I mean, you can look at all the stats. I don't know how we lose the game just by looking at the stats. We shot 38 shots. They shot 17. Uh they didn't have one offensive rebound. But, uh, you know, they killed us on the foul line. And, uh, you know, if we hit a couple more shots, then we win the game. Coach, I kind of want to go back to the bracket thing again. And I know it's just up for debate. But do you feel like there's a better way maybe to determine a bracket rather than a blind draw? Or are you overall just satisfied with the way it is now? Uh, I mean, I don't I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they could do. I, don't, I mean, if you go by records, then you're going to have teams that have not played, you know, Teams will be scheduling weaker just to have a better record. Sure. Uh, in my opinion, I mean, I don't know if there's any way around it. At the end of the day, you know, you just got to beat whoever's in front of you. But you know, it would have been nice to have been away from Westview. But at the same time, uh, you know, we had we were down, or we were tied up with a minute left with all the adversity we faced during the game, and uh, you know, we let them get a shot up at the last second or with six seconds left, and uh, you know, we didn't pull it out. Kind of walk us through that last minute, if you would, because it was a nip and tuck kind of ball game. And just what are some things that happened in that final minute that were kind of pivotal to the final outcome? Well, you know, last minute we we were not wanting to let them hold the ball from one shot because you know it's going to be, uh, you know, they're either going to score or it's going to be a foul. I want the ball back in that situation. You know, there's no way that there's no way we're going to get the ball back in that situation against that team that night without a foul being called or without them scoring. So I would rather just let them score, let them at least get a shot up, get a rebound. We hadn't give up, get, given up an offensive rebound all night and, uh, you know, get the ball back and take our chances. Knowing they'd only had – I think they only had one or two fouls on them at that time. Uh, you know, when, when they called the called the foul on Reese uh, when she blocked Harrison down there, put her on the line, she had both foul shots. A little over six seconds left. Uh I knew if their coach was smart, we'd have a hard time getting a shot off because he was just going to foul us all the way up the court. And, uh, you know, that's what he did. Uh, I think they fouled us like three times, and uh, we're still wasn't in the bonus, and we got it We got it down, I think, with 1.5 seconds, 1.6 seconds left. And uh, still got a good look somehow, but uh, their defender uh, tipped Gabby's three-point attempt and, uh, you know, got beat by two. So there's a lot of ifs, a lot of ifs, but you know, you know, you never want to let a team, you know, hold a ball for, I don't anyway, some coaches probably feel differently, but just knowing the situation and the, the environment we were in, the team we were playing, you definitely don't, you don't want to let them hold it for the last shot when it's tied. Cause like I said, it's going to be foul shots or they're going to score. So, you know, but looking back, you know, it's been a great season. Can't say much, uh, much bad about this team. We're speaking with York Institute Dragonettes head basketball coach Michael Green on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. You you said it, coach. It's been a great season, thirty three and three overall. And prior to that game on Thursday, you gone about your team had gone about three months without losing a basketball game. What's really going to stand out in your memory about this basketball team this year? Well, just the you know the the progression throughout the season, the way. Uh, you know, just the way they worked, uh, just a great family on and off the floor. I mean, team chemistry is fantastic. The way the seniors, uh, you know, interacted with the freshmen. And, I mean, just a, just a great group to be around. We, you know, had 2,000-point scores. And Gabby Beatty and Ellie Lefew, uh, 
uh, you know, Emmy Crabtree, she progressed tremendously throughout the season. Uh, those three seniors, uh, you know, it's a, they're going to be greatly missed. Gabby and Ellie came, we all came here together. Uh, so this is our, this is actually our fourth year. And, uh, you know, they were here from the start and, uh, those two, uh, you know, got to see us take off from where we were, where we started, and uh, you know, to finish with with two straight state appearances, uh, it just speaks volumes for you know for those two in itself. And uh, you just don't ever replace seniors like that. We're just going to greatly miss them, but uh, you know, we're going to cherish the memories we had while they were here. Absolutely, and I tell you what, they've set a standard, and I believe with the nucleus you've got coming back next year, Coach. Do you feel good about a? I know you probably don't want to make predictions this far in advance, but uh, how good do you feel of a possible third straight appearance in Murfreesboro? Well, we're going to have to we're going to have to work harder, and we're going to have to get some improvements from some of these younger girls. And uh, you know, if anybody wants to sit around and and be lazy this summer, then uh, you know we'll be sitting around during state tournament time. Cause we're going to have to get tremendously better, and we're going to have to work uh, work all summer long. And uh, I mean, I think we got a shot to get back, but at the same time, if if uh, we don't have all these girls, uh, you know, working during the summer and putting the time in, we're we're you know we'll be watching the state tournament next year. York Institute Dragonettes basketball coach Michael Green joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, what a fantastic season you've had. Congratulations on a great run this year, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing what the Dragonettes bring forth next year. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, I mean, I can't really put it into words because, you know, first time we ever went back-to-back to the state tournament um, to get a win, to go to the Final Four, like you said, about, you know, being the first time to get a win down there in school history. Um, you know, all credit to them. Um, you know, we had three of my, three of my starters playing injured. Um, you know, Greta, we got a sprained, uh, tendon in her hip and pulling on her growth plate. And, you know, she played in the semifinal game and gave it everything she's got. And then, um, Layla has been injured with her hips all season that nobody that we've not really talked about. And then, of course, you know, Emily with her two, two knee injuries. So, I mean, you know, we just, we just battled to be able to do that. And, um, it says a lot about them. And about uh, how what they how they care about each other for them to be able to do that kind of stuff. Coach, you haven't gone to state last year. How much did that help this team in getting back to Murfreesboro? And when you talk about some of the obstacles, in particular injuries that you've had to overcome, do you feel like that experience maybe helped you help this team persevere throughout the course of the season? Um, yeah, I mean, anytime you can get there and get that experience, it's it's good. Uh, and I think we weren't near as nervous this year in that first round game, and we were still nervous. Obviously, I mean, you're playing down there in front of all them people, and the lights are bright, and the the court's different, and the depth perception on the goals is different. So you know, there's always all those things. But I think being there the year before really, really helped, and I also think like the the tough schedule that we played this year also really, really helped. I want to go back to that quarterfinal round game with North Green, 55-45. What was the mood and the attitude of the team going into that game? Um, you know, I thought we, uh, I, I thought we had a very, very good shot to win. Um, it was kind of the best draw that we could have got, uh, and you know, I just thought it was. Uh, they did have some size. Uh, they had a girl that's about the size of Kara. And that kind of gave us a little little bit of problems. They had a really, really good guard, number 15. Um, and, you know, early on we didn't make a lot of shots. Uh, of course, second half, both, both teams started making shots like crazy. Um, but we, we pulled ahead by making some shots. And, you know, I just thought that was 
um, that we executed the game plan pretty well. And, uh, you know, if we did that, I thought we had a good chance to win. Is there just always those butterflies? Despite the fact you've been there last year, do you still feel like it takes a little time to kind of ease into a state tournament first game that there just are those butterflies to kind of start out with? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know how there wouldn't be butterflies, you know I mean? It's a it's a big experience um, and something they'll remember for the rest of their lives. So you're going to be nervous with something like that. Absolutely. Uh, the next round against McKenzie, the state semifinal Tough loss, 84-59. to 59. That's a good McKenzie team, Coach. And, uh, in fact, they're going to be playing in the final later today against Wayne County. Uh, what were some things that McKenzie was able to do to cause you some problems? I mean, you know, they just pressure us full court. Uh, and, you know, we can't we can't replicate their their pressure in practice. I mean, I brought, um, I brought some boys in to press us um, on Thursday. And, you know, and, I mean, and we got it as close as we could. Um, but it's a whole lot different doing it in practice versus doing it, doing it there. And, uh, you know, we broke it at times, but when we start the game out down 10-0 because we turned the ball over five times in 50 seconds, like it's very, very tough to overcome that, that kind of start. Um, and we had a lot of shots rattle out on us. I mean, that wasn't going to make up the, make up the score, but it kind of keeps it a little closer if we could have made a few shots, um, down the stretch there. We're speaking with Van Buren County Lady Eagles head basketball coach Tyler Sapp on the high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, outside of going to state in back-to-back years, what do you think you'll remember most about this group in particular this year? Um, pretty much just what they overcame. Um, with, you know, what Emily, what Emily did with coming back from two knee surgeries, um, how Greta played the last three games. Um, well, I mean, really more than that, but she really got hurt in the sub-state game. Um, but playing those those three games, injured, um, and then, you know, just – and then Layla playing injured pretty much the whole season. So uh, just just that, I mean, you know, that's, that's tough. That is determination and willing to sacrifice for your teammates, you know. It's kind of hard to look forward, I guess, to next year. You lose a good group of seniors, but – You'll have Layla Bolden back as a rising senior and some younger players have got some uh, time in on the court, a lot of time on the court this year. What do you feel like about the team moving forward? If you do kind of look into your crystal ball, look ahead a little bit to next season. Uh, I mean, I think we're going to be a completely different team. Obviously, we're losing quite a bit. Um, but Kara, Kara Mills, I mean, she played two big games. The state had, both, had two double-doubles in both the games we played. Had 17 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, yesterday and you know she can play like that every game next year uh we're going to be really really tough to beat because she's six foot one i mean you know you just don't see kids with that kind of size and single a basketball every night um so uh, we're going to be more like a inside team instead of a guard oriented team like we've been in in the past uh because we are losing so many guards but I still think I still think we'll be okay, and I think we'll still be in a substate game next year. I think it'll be um, a, a good season coming up, and uh, coach, I think you got a good chance to make three in a row to state. That would be a great feeling. Oh yeah, for sure. Any, I mean, anytime you can go, it's a good feeling. Absolutely. 24 wins on the season and making it to the Class 1A state semifinals. Tyler Sapp of the Van Buren County Eagles joining us on the high school playbook. Coach, as always, we enjoy the time with you, and uh, just looking forward to next season. Yep. Thank you.